B98.5's Tad Drex and Kara podcast, helping you catch up on what you missed. A 12-year-old has been banned from Walmart in Alpharetta for opening one of those little bags of dum-dums, uh-huh. the lollipops. Yeah. She uh, opened up a bag, took one, and never paid for any of it. And her dad is mad at Walmart. It was a dum-dum. The kind of the Walmart greeters usually give out. It's the kids that come in the store. And they ended up giving her a citation of trespass and told her that if she ever came back, that she would actually be arrested. I just thought it was completely unfair that they're handling this with with a 12-year-old kid eating a piece of candy. That's the dad of a kid who's making excuses for his 12-year-old daughter who stole from a Walmart store. And who needs to be punished because dad's obviously not going to do it. He's just going to say, oh, it's just a dum-dum. Well, I mean, we've all gone to a store or whatever and gotten the munch and wanted to open a bag. But we end up paying for it once we get to the end of our day. Right. She knows better. But it's, I mean, a little early to get into the shoplifting A little game. early to get into which you should have waited until no, she was I mean, old enough to be tried as an adult. No, I you should never shoplift. But, right. like, it's usually a teenage thing. At least it was for me. You... We're a shoplifter? Oh, sticky fingers. Are you sure you want to talk about this? Considering, like, is the statute of limitations still alive? Did oh, I you was serve a, time? I was a teenager. One of my girlfriends and I it was like, we were, I guess, little thieving Accomplices. duo. Yeah. Yeah. And I had this army jacket that we would take into the Contempo Casuals at Town Center Mall. Mm-hmm. And we would pack all of the clothes that we knew our mom and dad wouldn't let us buy. My friend had this way that she could just get the security tags off and should roll it up and like stuff the jacket and would just walk out like nothing like was. Nothing. So it was like Ocean's Forever 21. It kind of was. But the one that took me down was the Kmart. I was going after makeup and perfume and my girlfriend actually got caught and guilty by association. So they went through my stuff, too. And thankfully, I had under $50 worth of things that I was trying to take. So they released me to my mom. But I was never allowed to go in that Kmart again. So you've been banned from a store yeah, just like this 12-year-old. Yeah, and I was more worried about the wrath of my mother than I was the wrath of the police. Take me to jail. Oh, my gosh. We have another klepto on the phone. Megan in Woodstock. I stole a pair of my mom's like pantyhose. They were like silver pantyhose. Okay. And I used them to scam at school and try to like steal one of the scooters. <laughs> I don't understand. Where did the pantyhose come in here? I, I must have seen it on some show. I like covered my face, like, you know, put it over my head. So you pulled pantyhose over your head like a real like robber to steal a scooter at your school? Yeah, well, actually, nobody was really even around. So I didn't even really need to put them over my head. But I know one of the nuns saw me, and so, yeah, I did get caught, and my parents were like, their punishment was, they made me watch an episode of Oz. Do you remember Oz? Like the HBO jail show? Yeah. Wait, so they figured you learned how to steal from TV? You should learn what prison life was like (laughs) from TV? I guess so. Yeah, my parents left it to the TV to undo the bad lesson I learned. Where did you learn to shank people? You're only 12. <laughs> How did you make that sharp object? <laughs> I'm uh, going to go lock up my valuables since I'm around Kara now. <laughs> Stop. You know what stinks about being a dad? No. Is that you could give your kid the world and you're still not enough. And you're never going to be enough. 
So you might as well give up trying. Because no matter how hard you try, they're still going to want their mama. Aww. So I've got my seven-year-old Sam, mm-hmm. and I'm basically his employee. <laughs> Aren't we all employees for our children? I work for him. I used to have two hours at night that were my own. Mm-hmm. But since we have our 18-month-old now, since she was born, the last 18 months, I've covered bedtime for Sam, which means I don't even have those two hours anymore. Right. Our routine includes me getting him a cold glass of water, adjusting his white noise machine so it's the perfect volume. (laughs) Uh I wish this was jokes. Little Sam Jung-un has got me. (laughs) And then when we listen to a podcast every night that he needs to go to sleep, I have to hurry and scramble and get all my work done because I'm going to lose use of my arm. Use of your arm? Why? Because Lord Samsonite of the House Lemire <laughs> prefers to sleep on my arm versus a pillow. Oh. Yeah, he likes the nice, soft arm hair. <laughs> the one thing that I want out of this is the hugs. Yeah. Is the love. The love. Is for him to say, oh, Dad, you're the greatest. But as soon as the lights go out, he starts plotting his escape to Mondrum. Oh. And I'm like, I just gave up. My entire day for you. Yeah. Is he having a hard time because Jessica's spending so much attention and time with Sophie and he used to be the star of the show? I give him 10 times more attention than Jessica ever gave him. And I'm like, dude, you're having a bad dream. I'm right here. I've had my Daddy arm around you. Too. I can't even feel my arm. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. It fell asleep hours ago. It's right, numb. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like this has been an ongoing struggle for you and Sam, because when Sam was first born, Jessica was his number one. And he kind of, I, I don't want to say didn't want daddy, but it was kind of a, he yeah. wanted Jessica more. And you really struggled with that. You wanted that bond. You wanted that relationship with your son. And he was always screaming for mama. So I feel like this is just like you're trying so hard yes. to give him everything that he wants so he will love daddy. This is clearly an old wound that won't heal. Yeah. Cooper in Marietta. Good morning, Cooper. I totally hear you. I'm sleeping in a twin bed and I'm getting kicked in the face every night. And does your kid run to mama the second the going gets tough? Oh, of course they do. So you're in the same situation as I am right now. Do you have an infant sleeping with mom as well? No, no, no. My wife just likes having the king bed to herself. Oh, Are you man. kidding? You don't even have a toddler in there? She's in there. She sleeps diagonal. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Cooper. Maybe one day as uh, as dads will be enough. Just talking about how tough it is to be a dad. And uh, how you give and you give and you give and you give. And uh, still, at the end of the day, the going gets tough. They go running to mama as if you can't be counted on. And it's not fair. And it's not right. It's not fair. Sometimes we'd like a break, too. (laughs) Adrian Brookhaven. So, Chad, I was just listening to you talk about your nighttime struggles and how hard it is to be a dad yeah moms have it way harder yeah but there's no shortage of love they always come running to you oh i mean i'll literally be up in the shower like okay i'm gonna sneak away dad's got it downstairs and they'll like come upstairs to me to ask me for a snack or a band-aid 
while you're in the shower while in the shower while your husband like, is doing what? where's mom i mean i literally i go to the mailbox to check our mail in the front of our house and my youngest who's four will cry like Aww. mom i didn't know where you were yeah but adrian when i go to the mailbox no one cares. I'm all alone. Bye. I'm all alone. Nobody cares. Nobody ca- yeah, exactly. I'm like invisible. Like, who's going to get the mail? Oh, that guy that lives in our house. Yeah, but on the flip side, it's hard to be the one where we have to take on that role all the time. All the I just time. One time yeah, want to apply. No, I want to be the one to apply the band aid to the wound just once. We would love for you just to. Just once. Yeah. Trust They'll me. Never ask we would me. love for you to, but they won't. They always want mama. So we're all on I the mean, same I think, page. I think what it would take is for Jessica to go out of town and you be on like full blown duty. Mm. It still probably will not like fully change things no, but I mean, they'll like, still want to facetime with mom and they'll still want to call mom and ask for this that and the other because dad doesn't know where anything stand is at the window <laughs> looking out waiting for mom to come home like we always yeah. do like a sad puppy dog yeah <laughs> we keep up with what's happening so we can tell you about the stuff that matters. Tad Drex and Kara's Info to Go is on B98.5. 727, we're protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Cold, breezy, sunshine today. High getting up to 55. 33 in Midtown. What's going on, Kara? I'll tell you about that crazy travel hack that's making waves in just a second. But last week, a Cherokee County native and Brown University student, Justin Bolson, took home a huge prize. He won the Jeopardy! High School Reunion Tournament and scored $100,000. Nice. Now, you know I love some pop culture trivia, but I don't know if I could do even the high school part of Jeopardy! (laughs) Now, if you missed him, he'll make another appearance next season. He's got a guaranteed spot with his big win to the Tournament of Champions, which is when all the smarty pants go head-to-head, and he will actually become the youngest player in the field at that point. But this is his third time on the show. No way. He first played the game as a Creekview High School freshman. Ha! He's an aspiring Ken Jennings. Very proud. From here. Very exciting. Love it. Now, this is a crazy travel hack that's been making the rounds, and it's got the internet totally divided. Of course, it's coming from TikTok. This guy figured out a way to get an entire row of seats on an airplane all to himself. Well, I bought one ticket for myself, and then I bought two fully refundable tickets on this row. That sounds expensive. No, no, because 45 minutes before boarding my flight, I cancel my two fully refundable tickets and get 100% of my money back. But won't the airline just fill these seats then? 90% of the time they don't, meaning I get this whole row to myself. And all you paid was one normal ticket. What's the catch? There's no catch. Just make sure the two additional tickets are fully refundable. Well, I've had a full row of seats just by accident, and it's no more comfortable than having one seat, to be honest with you. Whatever. <laughs> it's got to be much more comfortable than having somebody who's spilling over into your seat or taking their shoes off or doing something terrible right next to you. You want to know my airline tip? Instead of stressing out while you try to jockey to be the first person on the plane, (laughs) try to be the last person on the plane. You get your bags checked for free, and instead of (laughs) sitting on the plane waiting to see which monster that's coming down the aisle is going to be the one that sits next to you, you you can be the monster (laughs) that everybody else worries about. Be 
Beating her at pop culture trivia is almost impossible. Can you do it? Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. We are sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Good morning, Nicole in Lawrenceville. Good morning. You ready to try to take some of Kara's money? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Go ahead and kick our pop culture princess out of here. See you later, girly. I'm gone, Nicole. Good luck. Good luck. Everything's friendly now. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Kara's going to step outside the studio. I'll ask you these five pop culture trivia questions, and I'm going to bring Kara back in. I'll ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she has to pay you $100 of her own money. Are you ready? Great. Sounds good. Question number one, Oscar ratings were up 12% over last year. The Oscars are also known as the Blank Awards. Golden, no, not golden. When you said, uh, uh you oh, were partway there. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, um, uh, all right, uh, I'm going to move on to question number two. <laughs> Americans will bet $15 billion on the March Madness tournament. What sport is that? Basketball. All right, question number three. Daily Mail says the reason Tom Cruise didn't attend the Oscars was to avoid an awkward run-in with which of his exes? Nicole Kidman. Question number four. Glendale, Arizona renamed itself Swift City for the two days she's in town to kick off her tour. What's the capital of Arizona? Uh, is it Glendale? What's the first place in Arizona you think of? Oh, Phoenix. <laughs> You owe me big time, Nicole. Question number five. St. Patrick's Day is Friday. What's a box D? A box D? Yep. Oh, goodness. Good question. A leprechaun trap? I have no idea. I'm going to bring Kara back in. That was one of the most entertaining sets of wrong answers. Kara's walking in the studio, ready for the same questions. I'm ready. Uh, number one, the Oscars are also known as the Blank Awards. The Academy Awards. Uh, Academy oh. Awards. <laughs> one nothing. Question number two, March Madness is what sport? Basketball. That got Nicole on the board. It's two to one. Kara's in the lead. Question number three, which ex did Tom Cruise not want to run into at the Oscars? Um... There's two of them. Um, why am I blanking? Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman oh, yeah. is right. It's three to two. Kara's in the lead. Question number four. Capital of Arizona. Glendale? Glendale is not it. It's Phoenix. Oh, so it's Phoenix. three to three tied up. Kara, get this one right to win. St. Patrick's Day on Friday. What's a box day? A what? A box day. <laughs> a leprechaun trap? That's exactly what Nicole said. Is it really? A box day is an Irish potato cake. You eat them. Okay. I think it'd be much more fun as a leprechaun trap. Final score, three to three. So Nicole officially not smarter than Kara. A very good game. Very good game. Good game. Kara's record, 1,418 wins, 45 losses. And you don't get the 100 bucks, but you are going to see Vanessa Carlton at City Winery March 19th. That's coming up this weekend. Awesome. The tickets include two 
glasses of wine, which you can use to sort of maybe roofie the, the leprechaun, <laughs> slip him into the box, Steve. No bad ideas in brainstorming. <laughs> we play twice every weekday morning, 635 and 735. You can always sign up, taddrexandkara.com. You need forgiveness. I'm sorry. Tad, Drex, and Kara help you ask for it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Kaylee, you need forgiveness for waking up your neighbor uh, late Friday night. What happened? I am currently out of town on business, and I flipped out because I couldn't get in touch with my husband. I called him over and over, and I didn't know what to do, so... I found my neighbor Donna's phone number in this community directory you have, and, and I um, called her for help. So you woke her out of a dead sleep? Um, actually, worse. I'm pretty sure she was having some uh, special time with a new boyfriend. Oh, oh man. Boy. <laughs> I was desperate. He never doesn't answer his phone. Right. Um, and so when she went over and rang the doorbell and didn't get an answer, I was desperate, so I asked her if she could go around and, and peer in our windows. And did she see anything? Well, no, because she wouldn't She wouldn't do it. She refused to. She said I just needed to call the police. Huh. I can understand that. You don't want to be, like, caught snooping around other people's property. Yeah, I could tell she didn't want to be involved at all. So, so was that that? That was the beginning. I couldn't call 911 because I'm in California. And if I called 911 here, they would send, you know, local police. So I had to call Donna back and ask her to call 911. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> you didn't want the Burbank Police Department coming over. You needed right. the Alpharetta Police Department to come over. Right. Um, so that um, must, and she, if she was already frustrated uh-huh. with you and didn't want to be involved, now you're Special calling her back. Special time was interrupted. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh listen, yeah. I, I'm going to need you to be the one to call the cops. I mean, she was so kind and she waited for the police and she called me when they got there. But then that's like the exact moment that my husband called me. Of course. He was just listening to music and didn't uh, hear a sound. So where are we with your neighbor, Donna? I sent my husband down to apologize to her, but nobody came to the door. Mm. So, yeah, I'm just assuming that she's she's pretty mad at us for ruining her night, and I would like to make it up to her. Um, I'm surprised that you're calling to ask forgiveness from your neighbor, and uh, your husband isn't calling to ask forgiveness for you. Yeah, I was no just kidding. listening to tunes. <laughs> you sent him over there. She doesn't answer the door. Are you worried now about her? Do you want to find another neighbor to do a welfare check on her? I mean, I would like to make sure she's okay, that everything is good. All right. So you haven't been able to get in touch with Donna. We need to get your forgiveness for turning her night into a nightmare. That is it. It's hard to ask for forgiveness. Is it too late now to say sorry? So Tad, Drex, and Kara are here to help you do it. Forgive and Forget is on B98.5. Kayla was desperate to find out where her husband was in the middle of the night. She interrupted Donna having special time with a new boyfriend and then continued to have to ask Donna for her help. Since then, Donna refuses to even come to her door. She wants nothing to do with these people, but we're going to call her and see if we can get forgiveness. Sit tight, Kayla. Hello? Hi, good morning. Is this Donna? Yeah, who's this? This is Tad, Drex, and Kara. We're calling from B98.5. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> Good. We understand there was some neighborhood drama on Friday night. 
Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, that was like the worst night of my life. The worst oh. night of your life? Oh, God, I don't want to speak to those people ever again. Oh, <laughs> that wow. That be a problem. Oh. What happened? You had to do a welfare check on a neighbor, right? She had me traipsing up and down the neighborhood at 1 a.m. I don't even know these people. You... Yeah, I was worried about my husband. Hang on a second. Uh, oh. Donna, it's funny you said you didn't want to talk to these people again. I want to let you know this is a feature called Forgive and Forget. And Kayla is actually on the phone with us. Very sorry about that. I'm really sorry. I was just really worried about my husband, and, and I'm I'm trying to thank you for your help. That's why I was calling. You know what? You could thank me by losing my number. Wow. Oh, okay. I don't know why you're this upset. He came over several times to apologize in person. You just wouldn't answer the door. Not only did you have me up all night, but when I had to give the operator my personal information... They found a bunch of unpaid parking tickets that came up in my name. Oh, so when you called the authorities and gave them, you had to give them your number because you had to call 911, they're like, yeah, you have unpaid parking tickets. Like 200 from like the past what? three years. Donna, 200 <laughs> unpaid parking tickets? <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to pay my mortgage. Because they have, they have to be paid immediately. <gasps> Donna, let me let me pay your mortgage this month. Seriously, that's a good offer. Yeah. Really, please. I well, I guess. I mean, okay. okay. You're gonna so wait a second, Donna. Two seconds ago, you wanted nothing to do with this woman ever <laughs> again. And now, so this feature is called "Forgive and Forget." And Kayla's going to pay your a month of your mortgage now. Is that enough for you to forgive her? I mean, what's done is done. You know, it's a, it's in the past. But just because I live near you doesn't mean I'm a member of your family. <laughs> no, I know. I was just in a bind. I'm sorry. And she is paying your mortgage. Yeah. My mother has never paid my mortgage. <laughs> I'd definitely make her part of the family now. <laughs> All right, you get one more welfare check, but that's it. You guys are going to be hanging out, <laughs> splitting a, a bottle of shard before you know it. Well, thank you. On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Coming up tomorrow, college is the time to make mistakes, but oh, yeah. Skylar's car was stolen, and she knows she's the one to blame for it, uh -oh. and she needs to break the news to her dad. Oh, and gosh. We're going to help her do that. Tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock on Forgive and Forget. Thanks for listening to the Tad Drex and Kara podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and hear the show weekday mornings from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.